1: What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America, N.A. Member FDIC. No!
0: Football. Yeah. Let's get our resident defensive scheme expert in here, Patrick Roycey. <laughs> uh, your thoughts on Brian Flores, Patrick?
2: Ah uh, well, uh, maybe he was the first choice all along. It didn't look good when the guy went to uh, Carolina instead of here, but maybe they were just waiting for Florey's I don't. We don't know if Peyton wanted him in Denver or not, right? They, they, he wanted to talk to him, I guess. But uh, good for them. I think they. Uh, uh, I became skeptical of the Vikings' defense last year in the season opener even though they shut down the Packers because I couldn't figure out what all this big mass of openness in the middle was when you were watching it. I couldn't figure out what, what, what was the, what was this? I mean, Rogers had a bad day and he had no receivers and, uh, and they looked good against it, but I I just never quite figured out what they were trying to do by, you know, you, you gotta, if you're going to leave that, you better have decent cornerbacks, right? If you're gonna uh, if you're gonna try to play that way, that can follow those guys when they're running into that open spaces. It, it's it was really weird. I I didn't uh, I never figured it out. I didn't. But obviously, it was what uh, O'Connell thought was he wanted in a defense when it started. And then after seeing it, he decided he didn't want it. But uh, anyway. So Ed will Ed will live in infamy along with Schnelker as a, as a assistant coach here.
0: Well, Schnelker was actually good at his job. That was the yes, the difference, that was actually. true.
2: <laughs> Do we know had Ed been a defensive coordinator previously, or was he always a was he always a number two guy? Oh, he was in Pittsburgh, right? And well, was,
0: Green Bay, all yeah, over the place. Yeah,
2: yeah. This is like yeah. his
0: fourth stint, I think, as a defensive coordinator. Probably he his just, last.
2: You know, sometimes. This whole idea—I have a system, and that's what I'm going to do. Uh, you, you should pay pretty much. Look at your personnel first, shouldn't you? I mean, shouldn't you let let the personnel dictate what you want to do defensively? I, why do you have to have a system? Why don't you say, "Well, I got Hunter and I got Smith, so I'm going to put them out uh, outside and let them rush the quarterback instead of have them chase." Uh, tight ends down the field or something like that so yeah i'm not a big big believer in the in the uh in the that they had they all have to fit my system but uh anyway this this has got to be an upgrade for sure
1: i think the most uh dangerous thing in sports pat is is this too the association game well you worked for vic fangio so if i can't hire like like we've seen that in every sport right like, I can't believe that, that we got this guy that knows that guy. And so many times it blows up. And the guy is, you know, he he might be a capable position coach, but there is no way that he belongs a, as a coordinator. And certainly knowing Vic Fangio doesn't make you Vic Fangio.
2: No, and the unique thing is football is the only sport where assistant coaches are deemed responsible for failure right they're the only football only one i mean you know you don't look at the timberwolves and when they're at barrett saying boy they got terrible assistant coaches uh, you don't you don't look at the hockey team and say ah oh, they got the wrong assistant coaches you know you don't, you, don't in, you know baseball to some degree you can get mad at the pitching coach and uh, and the hitting coach but generally it's you you know, you put the blame on bad players and the front office. So uh, football is unique in the sense that we love to blame assistant coaches for failures instead of head coaches, which I guess that's got something to do with having 22 players, uh, you know, start, having 22 starters and 11 players on the field. and And it's, you know. As I, I, I've said for years, the greatest genius in football coaching history was the guy in the late 1950s who decided to start calling these people coordinators <laughs> instead of – that, that keeps them from getting fired. So,
0: Yeah. Well, one of the things – I I can't remember which week it was, but it was second half of the season, and uh, Kevin O'Connell had kind of – he had said to the media that, you know, Ed and I have had some sit-downs, and I can't remember if he said this directly or if it was just reported, but – uh, Kevin O'Connell had gone to Ed and said, "Here is what I would do to pick apart your defense and why it's so predictable." And and I, I think it changed for maybe a game where they blitzed like forty percent or something. Like they they were aggressive one day, but um, he went and hired the exact opposite. So he was he was complaining that Ed Donatel was too predictable, right? That everything was <clears throat> easy to dissect. Even Daniel Jones could get up there and dissect you. Brian Flores. There's a bunch of in-depth great articles about this, but Pro Football Focus, when he was in Miami a couple years ago, they somehow combed through all the film and they ranked each defense based on the uniqueness of their secondary looks. Like, So how much are they changing up their secondary looks? And uh, the Dolphins were the second most disguised secondary team in the entire league. So you've gone from predictable shell to... Anything could happen on any snap now with Brian Flores, Pat.
2: Uh, well, that's good. Here's a, to me. The, the real curiosity becomes uh, the two guys that got hurt this year, Sin and Booth. The big draft choices yes. are either those guys going to be players or not. They, they uh, you them. know, they, they, if, if those guys are players, then you got a chance to to fix things uh, pretty quickly. Uh, what does this mean for Harrison Smith? Does it mean uh, he he stays or goes or what? What's it mean to him? I wonder. I think think it probably means he's back. Does he fit? I back. I suppose they want to. If he's going to run around and have all those different looks, he needs somebody smart back there, doesn't he?
1: Yeah. Exactly. Yep.
0: So another interesting one. So uh, the Dolphins under Flores a couple years ago by far had the most safety blitzes. They just they sent it was I think it was like two hundred times they sent a safety throughout the course of a season. Uh, in a pass rush and no other team came close. Harrison Smith used to do that all the time under Mike Zimmer. Yes. And last year he did it like 12 times. So yeah. So Harrison we, Smith could be a weapon even at what age 34.
2: Yeah. And he's, you know, there's, uh, and, and sin is, that's what sin's supposed to be able to do too. Right. Cause he's right. not a cover guy. He's a, he's a go get him guy. And a big hitter okay. and all that. So yeah, this is a, this is probably the, uh, Probably the absolute right, right hire to try to fix this thing, and Daniel Hunter. Daniel Hunter's got to be uh, very happy, doesn't he? He'll just uh, he'll just get to be able to rush the passer again instead of worry about that other nonsense. Is is he a four three guy or not? No, or is it is it three he's four? Th- three, three four. four. Right?
0: A Belichick check three four. Yeah.
2: Yep. But it's a different. It's a different. Yes. It's not the the super cautious three four, right?
0: No, yep. it's the yeah. it's the cover zero cover one more than any team three four yeah
2: okay well that's good that's uh, that's a, that's a good hire for them and uh, and and it probably makes uh their they're still their problem is that they owe the football gods about five games next year so uh, that that's yeah. still their biggest problem but they're not they're not going to be as lucky but uh, I think this probably makes them a playoff team again. Uh, I, I didn't know about that, uh, before, but I think, uh, I think he's that well thought of that, uh, uh, and knows what he's doing that, uh, that probably makes him a playoff team again. So, but that's good enough. Right. And if, Plus if that, they're still in this, divi- they're still in this division, you know, we suddenly we're Fearful of the Lions. Okay, they had a pretty good run. The guy the coach is still insane. And there's still <laughs> the Lions. They're still the Lions. There was Jim Jim Schwartz had a couple he had a good year and then they just became the Lions again, right? So they're they're always going to be the Lions. The Packers stink. They don't know what they're doing. And the Bears are horrible. So uh they 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 still are they still go 5 and 1 in the division. So that's a good that's a good uh, start, right?
1: If Flores yeah. makes the playoffs, though, if, if they m- make the, the playoffs, I guarantee you a, a year from now, we'll, we'll be having this exact discussion again because uh, th- because he, he will get a head coaching job at that point,
2: which Who's, he deserves. Did Arizona hire yet, or they just no, got, he told he, uh, he got told he wasn't going to get the job then, probably? He, he supposedly have, called did he them. Tell, did he tell them?
1: Yeah, yeah, he you
0: know, did. But they, well, they the were going to interview out. him again on Wednesday, though, so he must have – they wanted to talk to him again this week, so he may have just – Told them, uh, I'm, I'm Kyler Murray, I'm don't a, play. I'm going to take
2: it. Yeah, if he, if, he, if, he, if he didn't like me the first time, uh, the hell with you. So, plus he's got the lawsuit going. So, uh, right, it's still out there, right? It's the still lawsuit. going on. Yes, yeah. yeah, still active. Yeah. Well, that's uh, you know, I I love to complain about things the Vikings do, but I don't think we'd complain about this one. So, <laughs> we'll see. Yeah. We'll see. They better have a better. Uh, they did. It's going to be interesting to, if they. Uh, if they figure out how to get a couple of draft choices, all all these guys are getting rid of They're going to try to trade first, right? Do you think Dalvin Cook gets a? they you think they get anything for Dalvin well, Cook? Judd
0: thinks they can't get anything for any of their veteran players, but there's got to be some desperate teams out there that would, uh, that would take a couple of them, I would think.
2: Mm-hmm. Fifth round so picks, fourth round picks. So Hunter stays, Smith stays, who goes?
1: Kendricks goes, I think. Jordan Hicks goes. Zayaria so Smith. Now, I'm not positive about. I think he, he probably goes. I think he stays. Dalvin should go.
2: Oh, Dalvin is. Yeah. Well, that that I, there's uh, no reason for Dalvin to be here anymore. I mean, but Hicks and uh, Hicks Kendrick saves you some money. Hicks doesn't save you any money, does he? What's yeah, saves you
0: like five million, four or five million or something. Yeah, but he's you know. he
1: a walker with tennis much. balls.
2: What? What? So they got to cut eighteen just to be cap. Uh, You know, just to be where they have to be, but then they gotta, then they gotta make room for who they're adding, right?
0: Yeah, there's there's some restructures that you can like. Brian O'Neill is an easy restructure that saves you ten for this year because he's you can spread. You can basically take money. he's, He's under contract through 2026. You can basically take a chunk of his money from this year, spread it out through the length of the contract, and you could restructure Harrison Smith again too. If yeah he, if he thought he had another year or two left and he's still playing at a pretty high level so
2: yeah they uh, it, it would seem to me that if they uh, if they uh, safety blitz and play uh you know or play that aggressively they need him to tell somebody what they where the hell they should be running to right uh, yes. what what they're doing on this play and uh, you know he's uh, he's still a warrior i think so uh, i'd give it i'd bring him back that's for sure Try the to Greenway
1: Special, up. Patrick. The Greenway Special. Yeah, hey, do, hey, Harrison, you want to stick around? We love you.
2: They'll try to bring uh They'll try to bring him at. Uh, you know that was one of the biggest screw jobs in history, though Greenway. They made him take a fifty percent pay cut. Played him three hundred and fifty <laughs> plays, and then didn't give any of the money back. They played. <laughs> they paid. Yeah, you know, you're just going to be a part time player. Then somebody got hurt. He played every down. And they didn't give him the money back. Uh, he should have... He, he should uh, uh, he, he hate them for life, but I don't think he does. I think they might help.
0: They, they might open some doors for that vodka company. You know, I think he's got some nice connections <laughs> his, in and around the...
2: Boy, his side. daughter must be something. Yeah. Eighth saw, grader. She's an eighth grader, right? It's incredible. She, she scored 40 a game. She's, she must wow. be unbelievable out here at Providence uh, Providence yep. Academy, right? And And... Yep. Uh, I don't, th- he's not the head coach, but I think he's involved. They, they knocked off Hopkins,
1: I think at Hopkins yeah. a couple of uh, last week. And it ended yeah. a, it ended a home court win streak for Hopkins that I think dated to Paige Becker's sophomore year.
2: Oh, um, oh at least. Yeah. There was some ungodly long winning streak. That great. They, uh, they beat him. I think she's eighth grader, but maybe it's ninth. I'm not sure. I'm, I should go out and check her out. So uh watch watch her uh see how good she is. She's uh she's already a pick any school in the country player though. I I don't I don't think that uh she's probably not uh Iowa. You know, he the both mom and dad are I played at Iowa, so that they're probably the favorite to get her, but that's four years down the road. Who knows? She might go right to the WNBA <laughs> the way it sounds <laughs> hey by the way we have the we have Coach Reeve, in he has got the Olympic team in town here. Her, their U.S. national teams in town practicing, although a lot of them are are playing in Europe. And he, she used that great influence during the uh, WNBA free agent season to get nobody. All the big players went somebody else. Aren't they trying to? Why aren't they trying to schmooze up to the Olympic coach here? The well, Tom's, you know what's you know what's funny too is signed here.
0: There's been all this talk about social. Uh, it's the it's Las Vegas and the New York Liberty that have plucked. They yeah. put together. They're calling them two super teams in the WNBA, mm-hmm. and and the WNBA needs super teams like this. This is great, <laughs> which I which I agree with. Um, what would you have called the Lynx for those nine years yeah, winning yeah, championships right. with Hall of Famers everywhere? Yeah, like they had, they the Lynx, four, basically uh, had the first super team in the WNBA.
2: Yes, they did. They had four. Uh, I think. Uh, four of them are or will be in the hall of fame. I know they might've all be in now. Fouls is going to make it here. So she's, Mm -hmm. I think the other, the others are in the hall of fame. So uh, our basketball team had to come up with COVID so they didn't go down to Illinois. Probably for the best. I'm I'm very suspicious of, yeah, we got a COVID case. Uh, (laughs) And we could usually use a rest, by the way. Ah, uh, looks use- like we're going to need a few weeks off here. Uh,
1: <laughs> I didn't realize that, that we were still canceling games b- because of COVID.
2: Northwestern did it uh, a couple weeks ago. They canceled two, and then they played like four games in a week or something mm. like that. So, uh, uh, yeah, I didn't I didn't know. I, I didn't even know we were testing. I guess somebody comes in and says they're sick. Uh, you know, maybe – Ben went in after that game and said, You all look sick and then they yeah. decided to get tested or <laughs> that's, something.
0: But, that's what I heard happened. Yeah, for sure. Uh, that,
2: could <laughs> that could be it. Not far from spring training, fellas. When does it start? Uh, well the world baseball
0: classic kind of screws up the schedule, right? Are they pushing mm-hmm. back the start of spring training or are they just stopping no.
2: No, they're like stopping spring training? They don't stop, they, but the players just take off. But Jordan and I were both happy to see Carlos has decided not to participate, claiming that it's because his wife is uh, soon to give child, right? Not, not the yeah, fact she's that playing it. John Heyman is reporting that he, uh, he might have to have his right foot amputated, according to <laughs> Heyman, that the ankle is so bad.
0: So. Yeah, he said that there's a doctor that told him it's the worst ankle that they've ever examined. Which is that feels a little that, aggressive. That
2: makes the guy quite a warrior, doesn't it? That he. I mean, he, that
0: doctor obviously didn't examine Jason Kendall's ankle or <laughs> Robin yes. Ventura's ankle.
2: Yeah, that was, uh, that was a uh, kind of a that's the message the Mets are trying to send out. Listen, the Mets wanted out, you know, whatchamacallit. Uh, Boris called Cohen when he was having dinner and. Hawaii he probably had about four Mai Tais in him and yep. said, Yeah, I'll take him. For I'll sure, take let's him. do it. And then he then they said, Okay, how are we gonna get out of this? I know we're gonna hire the same doctor the giants used to inspect him to see if uh <laughs> to see if we can get a see if he now has a different opinion a week later. No, he doesn't. That was a phony deal from the start. The Mets have been wanting. February
1: sixteenth, Patrick. February 20th, uh, position players, fe- February 16th, pitchers and catchers. So soon. Uh,
2: well, that's uh, – You going or no? I don't believe so. No, I think my way, my losing streak after uh, after 42 in a row, I think oh, – 42, missing one in 42 years, I did go last year. I don't think I'm going this year either. I am going to go to Arizona, though. I'm going to be in Arizona next week. I may mean, go see Spencer Steer and write that column just to agitate the Twins about last year's trade. So yes. uh, that uh, he's a, supposed to be quite the kid, and he's going to be the third baseman for the uh, Reds. And the, probably of the guys they gave away last year, the uh, the uh, the the most ready to play in the big leagues. Although they get more in, infielders, and they know what to do when they trade the batting champions.
0: Have you done uh, Arizona spring training before?
2: yeah a few times quite a few times yeah
0: it's pretty it's pretty great they put two teams in each complex they're all oh yeah
2: it's uh, it's it's incredible now I was I was still down there when uh the uh Rockies were over in Tucson I went over there to see uh somebody do a piece on somebody and Rick Sofield was managing the uh triple a team and Ringlesby says hey the minor leaguers hadn't reported yet, but Sofield was in. He says, Let's go over and see Sofield in the minor league clubhouse, this big minor league clubhouse. Sofield was, you know, from the 70s and quite a ladies' man in his day. And he started telling mock stories. <laughs> and we were howling for an hour and a half. It was one of the most fun things I've ever been through as a sports writer. Cause Rick was uh Rick, Rick uh, on a couple of occasions ended up in the room next to uh next next to uh manager Mock and uh Manager Mock heard the the hijinks that was going on and brought it up with the club in the little dugout the next day and uh, it was it was they were fantastic stories God it was great yeah spring training down there the weather's better too it doesn't rain you know it doesn't yeah. rain It's, you always play the schedule and uh, you, you know it was at one point twenty two teams in Florida and eight in Arizona and it's now fifteen and fifteen yeah. He it's had a team a, in Yuma. The Padres were in Yuma. Yeah, That's my yeah, favorite. Yuma. And the Angels uh, played their home games in Palm Springs. So they would stay in Mesa and play all road games for the first three weeks of spring training. And then they'd move their team over to Palm Springs. And then all the teams would have to haul over to Palm Springs and, and uh and play a, a two-game series there, and then fly and go. And now they're now they're all right next to each other. It's uh yeah. it's a, it's amazing. They don't draw like the uh, Florida does, but they uh, you know it's convenience is uh, is a, everybody who goes out there for spring training, as far as teams are concerned, they love it out there because they don't have games canceled. You know, yeah, it's so, pretty awesome. No so, long bus rides either.
0: Yep. Uh, all right. Well, we'll see if the Timberwolves can uh, can beat the actual Nuggets tonight.
2: Uh, and we can, uh, yeah, we should. If, if I was Finch, I wouldn't even put my regulars on a plane last. And yesterday, I just send out the uh, the Luca Garza All Stars and uh, take the walk. <laughs> That's what I would have done.
0: Send uh, a message right back to him. Yep. Yes. Yes.
2: <laughs> all right, gentlemen.
0: All right, Let's Pat. See. There he is. Uh, by the way, uh, shout out to our friends at the University of Saint Thomas, uh, the Tommy Men's Hockey Team. Making a playoff push, you can see great Division One hockey as the Tommies battle in the tough CCHA. Northern Michigan, the opponent this Friday and Saturday night. Go to Tommiesports.com to buy your tickets, or just come to the St. Thomas Arena ticket office on game day. Tommiesports.com and all of those games. St. Thomas uh, hockey and basketball on 1500 ESPN Radio. See you guys.